Wherever you are in your adoption journey, we are a community centered around love, trust, and respect for the experience and opportunities that have made us families. We promise to share, encourage, support, and celebrate the day-to-day of adoptive mamahood together. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And together, we are Two Adoptive Mamas. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Two Adoptive Mamas. We're really excited to bring another bonus episode your way. As we've shared before, we hope these bonus episodes give you a little peek into some of what we're experiencing in the day-to-day of our own lives. And so before we get into tonight's topic, we like to start off by sharing something that made our mama heart smile in recent days. So Liz, I'm going to let you go first. Yay. Um, so my one for my son is uh, he just lost his two front teeth, the bottom ones, and I just forgot how cute toothless grins toothless were. Toothless are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, little ones. So um, it's just great to hear him try really hard uh, to talk and um, to see that big smile with holes in it. <laughs> um, and then for my daughter, so um, it's you know, we're recording this at Valentine's Day-ish, um, and one of the Valentines that came home from school today was one of those cootie catchers. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Like yeah. the things that you like fold in and out with the numbers. And so um, they, that was the first time they had seen one, and I, it like just to- totally took me back, but I like opened it up um, and said, okay, like pick a number or pick the, you know, pick whatever the object is. And I started spelling it out and she just immediately burst into giggles. Like the minute that I opened it, it wasn't funny. Like it, I was spelling the word hearts and she just went, <laughs> oh my um, goodness. So it was just so adorable. What about it's you? like throwing it back there. I know, that right? reminds like, yeah, me of like middle school. You now know what decade we... Pretty much the rest of your life was determined by whatever <laughs> yes, like totally triangle true. you landed on in the cootie catcher. So thankfully <laughs> that was not truth. But um, well, I kind of shared in our last bonus episode, but admittedly our social circle has been pretty small the last year. But something we've been super blessed by is Emma's grandparents and their investment and of time and love into our family. And so Drew's parents are both local, but mine are quite a bit further. Um, but through these crazy months, we've been able to have longer visits and some really great quality time together. Um, we actually went and lived with my parents for three weeks in the spring. So we made it memorable. But anyways, my parents happened to be in town this week and we got to see both of Drew's parents this week. So it was fun to see. Emma just gets so excited to see Nana and Pop Pop and Mimi and Pop and her love for them is such a delight for us to witness. Um, but when they're in the room, Drew and I are absolutely invisible. So <laughs> it's fun to see their relationship grow. And I guess it's nice to have a little bit of a break, but we might as well just not even be there. To the bottom of the yeah. pool. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Well, uh, bonus episode time. Like goal is to have a really specific theme. We want to highlight some of the highs and the lows of whatever that topic or theme is that we um, pick for the night and just, you know, point out some really helpful tips, um, resources, and just kind of thoughts that we're having or um, that we've heard um, from other people to have. So tonight, I am going to interview Sarah, and we are going to be talking about adoption consultants. Sorry, I botched that already. You got it. Adoption consultants. Adoption consultants. Um, So Sarah, what is the hardest hard right now for your family? Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this and share, and it's kind of new to us too. So the hardest hard for for us right now is waiting. Um, 
But even to be more specific, it's just the not knowing part. And we've been talking to our daughter about maybe having a brother or sister someday, kind of just in case it happens quickly so that she's not like, wait, what's that? Um, or what are you talking about? I didn't know we were doing that. Um, but also to kind of teach her patience and, um, you know, we've been praying with her and I think it's a good reminder for Drew and I too, as we try to keep it simple for her that we need to keep it simple for ourselves. Um, and let me just say that I know that there are so many couples and families who are also waiting, waiting to get pregnant, waiting to adopt, going through foster care or adoption training. It's all hard. And we knew going into this that there is a wait. Um, and it's supposed to be hard, right? That, you know, again, this is what we signed up for. Um, and we're really trying to embrace the wait. And I feel like, you know, in the last seven to eight months, we have we have really started to thrive in that um, as a family, but that doesn't mean it's not hard. So that's our hard right now. Yeah, it is hard. <laughs> all, all, all asset aspects of the weight. I really can't talk to Sorry, y'all. It's okay. <laughs> come, come. I'm coming around. <laughs> this is around. real life right Coming here. around. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about your kind of personal discovery um, or this inquiry into adoption consulting. How did you get to where you are right now? If you're listening right now and you are thinking to yourself, what is an adoption consultant? I want you to know that we were in a similar place not too long ago. So we have been home study approved for seven going on eight months here. Um, and we completed our home study through an agency, a local agency. But something different that we've decided to do this go around is to also partner with a domestic adoption consultant. And so like I said, this is new to us. We're learning. Um, and I wouldn't have had a really good explanation if someone asked me what this was a couple of months ago. So understand that what we've learned, I just feel um, compelled to share in case you are curious or you're considering this route for your own adoption journey. Yeah, this is great. I um, ha I don't have experience with adoption consulting, so I have been learning along with you um, in this journey, and I'm excited to hear more of your thoughts tonight. So talk to us about, you know, what steps did you take in seeking out an adoption consultant? Um, how did you choose who to work with? Yeah. yeah. Um, so first I'll describe the purpose of working with a consultant, and the best way to summarize it is that by working with a consultant, you are casting a wider net. So for the agency that we are home study approved with, our profile is shown in a certain region of the country, um, and that's kind of where our focus is. And I think, you know, that's how a lot of domestic adoption works. But when you agree to work with an agency, you're able to cast a wider net. So now our profile is being shown across the country to um, six or seven different agencies in addition to the one that we are home study approved with. So Again, there's a lot that comes into play um, with kind of making this possible. So first, we wanted to make sure that we talked with the agency that got us home study approved and made sure that it was okay that we reach out to a consultant. Um, I think that's just a courtesy of, you know, we've built a relationship with our social worker. And so it was important just to have that conversation and also to get their feedback. But in addition to their feedback, we did our own research and we asked trusted sources about their personal experience with different adoption consultants. You know, we've talked a lot about here at Two Adoptive Mamas the importance of community. And so I've leveraged some of those own resources um, in, our, in our community here to ask about individual families' experience with adoption consultants. And that's been really helpful to get that firsthand experience and understanding. 
The other thing is that it's important to understand the finances and the requirements. So, you know, every agency kind of has a different breakdown of the financial commitment. And so it's important to understand, you know, your commitment to the agency that possibly did your home study. And then as you step out, you know, in faith working with a consultant, what the financial commitment is to apply to other agencies or if there's not an application fee to apply to other agencies um, and also to work within a budget. So, you know, you need to work with your spouse to decide, okay, here's our adoption budget um, and how can we best give this information to our adoption consultants so that they can be selective in helping us to pursue other agencies that fall within the parameters that are good for our family. And then the other thing is, you know, you have to ask questions and kind of interview the consulting firms. So we did not just do a Google search and and just go with the first one that we learned of. You know, we wanted to make sure that there's certain standards and certain care for birth families that the agency who did our home study, you know, the, that they were important to us and it's part of their process. And so we wanted to make sure that the consultant that we started to work with, that the way they vet the agencies that they refer clients to had similar standards and similar processes. Um, excuse me, processes. Now I'm just making up words. <laughs> this is really stellar. Um, you know, so it's important to ask tough questions and understand the vetting process. Um, some of the vetting processes we've learned, you know, could be up to a year that a consultant uh, you know, examines an agency and, and kind of how they work. And so it's important to know the guidelines and the expectations that everyone has of one another. And then lastly, I would say understanding the communication process and the expectations. I am a planner and I like to have very clear guidelines, expectations, and communication. And so if you are also that way, you might really thrive um, from working with an adoption consultant. There's just, you know, it's kind of that added layer of communication and advocacy f- with your family. And, you know, that's important too because you're casting a wider net. So now your profile is out there with a lot of other agencies and you want to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row. So those are some of the things that kind of we took into consideration. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, that was a lot longer of an answer than I thought it no, was going to be. Just, so. There's just Sorry. a lot of uh, components to this. So how are you and Drew, your husband, working through all of these pieces, the application process, logistical pieces, like everything that needs to be completed for all these other agencies after you already did it for the right, home study? Right, after we did a home study. <laughs> well, well, that's the big check in the box. So, I mean, to have the home study complete and to have that, you know, 15-page or whatever document in a PDF that we can quickly send is huge. So if your home study approved or working towards that, once you have that in your back pocket, um, that's, that's a great asset. So it's really important to be organized. Um, definitely. And you have to divide and conquer. So, you know, there's nights after bedtime where Drew and I sit down in our office and, you know, he might be adding to our Excel spreadsheet of grants that we can apply for. And I'm working through applications, um, you know, that we, are going to submit to the agencies that the consultant has referred us and making sure that I'm checking all their boxes. How many profile books do they need? And, you know, what copies of paperwork do they need from our home study process? So it definitely takes some organization and hard work and time on the front end. 
But I think, and this is part of like, you guys are living this with us, but I think once we're over that hump, um, then we're going to be back in the wait. So this is kind of keeping me busy for a little bit, but it's that initial push of paperwork. And so, yeah, you just have to stay organized. I remember, well, we didn't do adoption consultants, but I remember the work date nights well. They like yeah. weren't really date nights, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. where the, the paper cuts come in. Yeah, okay, so definitely. aside from casting a wider net, uh, what are some of these other benefits to working with an adoption consulting company or a consulting agency? Yeah. yeah. So we've talked here, I forget what episode it was, but it was early on, earlier on that we talked about the adoption triad. And so I would just encourage you as you think about you know, what's important in walking through an adoption process. There's a lot of moving parts and there's three pieces to that triad. And so, you know, it's important for an agency to advocate for a birth family and for them to be cared for. It's also important for an adoptive family to be advocated for. Um, Obviously, everyone wants the best situation for a child. And so, um, it's just helpful to have someone to talk through different situations and assess your preferences. I mean, that's obviously a part of your home study. Um, you know, what, what you are open to as a family and, you know, if there's any special considerations to be made, um, what those preferences are. And it's important to be open with, um, your social worker and also, you know, your consultant, um, just so that everybody's on the same page, but it's just another level of advocacy, I also, I mentioned that there's grant opportunities. So our consultant has been really gracious and helping direct us towards grant opportunities that are a good fit for our story and for our family. Um, And so that's a huge benefit. If you're looking for profile book assistance, often that's a service that can be added on in addition to a consulting fee. Um, I will say that I feel like we kind of did it the old fashioned way. So we had a Shutterfly book for our first adoption and I did the same thing for a second, but we're in such a digitized age and especially COVID, there's been an increased need for digital copies of the book. And if you don't know this, here I am to tell you that you can't get a copy of a Shutterfly or a Snapfish book without a huge watermark on it as like a PDF download. So I've actually disassembled. <laughs> I've disassembled or I tried to disassemble a book, but then ended up, um, you know, to scan it, but then ended up finding a program that I could do it on the computer through a number of different screenshots. So Liz got to witness that in a work session. It was a great and time. Yeah, it was just a lot of <laughs> A lot of copy and pasting and trying to make it look pretty. Um, but anyway, so there's, you know, there's uh, organizations. I'm stumbling over my words again. There's organizations and assistance through um, consulting agencies that can actually like do a profile book for you and help you to make that look as professional as possible um, so that, you know, it just communicates your family story well. And again, the increased communication, I think that's something that Drew and I value as a couple. Um, and so we've appreciated um, just the extra level of communication and advocacy that we've had um, through this experience. Okay, Sarah, so you have mentioned before how you um, have been talking about this topic of adoption with your daughter, um, and your daughter is two and a half, so um, she's young. How, how is that going? Yeah, I mean, talking to our kids about adoption will be an entirely different episode or maybe maybe even a series here on the podcast, but um, for tonight, I'll just say that we continue to pray with her about the hope of a baby brother or sister 
to join our family. And when we ask her if she would like a brother or sister, she says, just a baby. And so isn't that the truth? I mean, in the way she, it doesn't matter. Um, She just wants a baby and it's precious. So my thoughts here are just to keep it simple. Don't be afraid to start the conversation or plant the seed so that they can understand that your family, you know, we might have to shift on a dime and adoption can be very unexpected. So I think keeping it simple in our conversations with her helps Drew and I keep it simple for us too. And we know God is in control and we know this and daily we need to surrender um this process to him and it's amazing how even little one i mean they just they can get it i know they I'm like why absor- didn't i think of that yeah they absorb things in a way that can really teach us stuff yeah um, absolutely so even even in the weight so mm-hmm. any closing thoughts yeah i just want to make sure i mean that everyone listening knows you have to do what's best for your family. And so Mm -hmm. you don't have to use an adoption consultant just because I'm talking to you about our personal experience. You might not need one now. You may decide you want one in the future. Um, Now I can say we've done it both ways. We are living and learning in real time here. Um, But like we said in the beginning, we want to share some of the personal side of our own journeys in hopes that it might encourage you and spark conversation. And so I'm happy to share more about our experience. If any of our listeners have specific questions, um, you can always reach out to us via social media um, or by emailing hello at twoadoptivemamas.com. I'm happy to continue the conversation. I'm really grateful for what you shared tonight. And, uh, you know, this particular topic, like I had mentioned before, is not one that I'm super familiar with. And so being able to learn uh, from you and with you along the way um, just helps me better support and pray for your family and others um, who might be looking for an adoption consultant. So uh, we hope that this has been informative for you, uh, the listener. And remember, you've got this, Mama.